If you're looking for a new car, truck, SUV, or crossover, this is the place for expert help. CarPro USA. Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, spent over 35 years in the auto industry and was twice voted chairman of the Ford National Dealers Council. His sidekick is Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy, who's been on the air for, I don't know, somewhere around 75 years? Here they are now, with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive on CarPro USA. And we thank you for joining us right here on CarPro USA. For the next hour, I'm going to give you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive if you're thinking about making a move. If you've got a late model trade-in, we need to talk. 1-800-926-7777-800-926-7777. And the reason I say that is the used car market continued this week to be at just massive highs. So if you're thinking about trading something maybe a month from now, this bubble will likely be over. And it could cost, I'm seeing cases where it could cost three, four, five thousand dollars to wait to trade your car in. Now, the downside of that is new cars are short in supply, which is what started the used car escalations. But if you look at offsetting the, there's not as many incentives on new ones now as there was just a month ago. Although the incentives are still good, they're not quite as good. But the difference between what your trade will bring right now versus being able to maybe get a new car and save additional money a month from now, you'd be better off doing it right now with the trade values as they are. I want to congratulate anybody listening who has Ford stock because (laughs) it probably is going to just start going up and continue to go up. And I don't give stock advice. I'm just being facetious but as you know i'm sure and if you're a newsletter subscriber definitely you know that uh, the ford ceo got fired uh, i'm sorry he retired yes <laughs> monday and i've been calling for that for almost since the guy got the got the job three years ago stocks lost 40 percent under his leadership we've eliminated all the cars but the mustang under him uh, a lot of mistakes, and, and the guy was not qualified, period. I went on a rant the first Saturday of this year, and, in fact, that was in the newsletter, too, where I I said, Bill Ford, you made a bad hire. It's okay, but cut your losses. I mean, stop now, and it's taken until August. But good news for you if you're a Ford stockholder. 800-926-7777. My trusty sidekick, Kevin McCarthy, is with me. Hello, pal. And that retirement of yeah. Mr. Hackett, it was like Christmas coming early for you, wasn't it? It was. I, you know, I was a Ford dealer for a lot of years. I, I spent months in Detroit as the Ford National Dealer Council chairman. And so that car company, I'll, somebody asked me about a Ford and it's not a great Ford. I'll tell you, just like all the people I said, don't buy a Ford Focus, you know, because the transmissions. And I'm not biased that way, but I am biased toward the company. Because, I mean, I wore the Blue Oval for years, decades, as a matter of fact. And so to see what he's done to it really was sad for me. I was reading some of the stories about the uh, retirement. And if I'm not mistaken, the job he had before his last job, before coming to Ford, 
He was CEO of a furniture company. It was a not even that. No? It was a desk company. Just desk. That's all they made. Steelcase is desk. And what? All he did was what he did with Ford was he all he knew to do was not how to increase sales, but decrease cost. Cut, cut, cut. Cut, cut, cut. Cut some great people. I mean some great people. But his claim to fame and what at Steelcase and what got him promoted to the to the CEO job at Steelcase was he figured out you could cut a hole in the desk and run the wires through there. Ooh. It Genius. Had, it had been done before. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. and on the other good news, I do know the new CEO that's taken over for him. I've known him for years. I knew him when he was with Toyota. He's a true car guy. He's a racing enthusiast, which tells me he's going to bring back sedans. And they definitely need to do that for Ford Motor Company to be successful. Even though sales are down on sedans, it won't be that way forever. You let you let what happened in Beirut this week happen in an oil field somewhere, and cars will suddenly be back up at the top uh, because of gas prices. And, these, and everybody will be wanting to get out of their big trucks and SUVs. Paul in Dallas, thank you for calling, sir. How can I help you? Uh, I got a question for you. I uh, heard you talking on your last hour in Dallas about, and you just started talking about it now about the used car market. Yes. We're kind of at the other end. Uh, we, my daughter uh, has, she's been driving a uh, 2008 Avalon that we got from her grandfather. Uh, she was in an accident this weekend or this week, uh, and, and it's likely totaled. Uh, is she okay? She's fine. She's fine. Uh, but the car is, it's um, just the nature of the, it probably isn't repairable. So what, we're what year, what year Avalon, Paul? It was a 2008. It had about 105,000 miles on it. The thing would have run forever. And where, where did it's it get hit? Shape. Uh, in the left rear, uh, I mean the right rear, uh, at the, in the taillight area. Uh, she was rear end. She was at a stoplight, and the guy ran into her. And there's some frame damage. It looks like. And okay, uh, if there's frame damage, it'll total, no doubt. Yeah, and uh, we had just had some had some repairs done on it not too long ago, and so which were much more minor, and they wanted to total it then. So I know it's there's no way. Anyhow, mm. the question I had for you is, uh, in looking at replacing it, uh, what would the timing for the used car market? Do you expect that the the prices to buy will be also come down in the dish after Labor Day. Yeah, I do. And, and uh, sedan prices didn't go up nearly as much. Mm-hmm. You notice when I talk about mm-hmm. used car prices, I always preface it with, especially if you have a truck or SUV. So yeah. you know that some of the some of the used car inventory that's I'm a, I'm going to send you guys over to Freeman Toyota. You already know that. Um, mm-hmm. Some of their inventory that's been there for more than 30 days is going to be at the old price before the new prices started to kick in. So it's still possible, mm-hmm. especially with a sedan, to find another one. I'd have her see what they have in an Avalon. Uh, she might consider a Camry. Uh, they're very similar mm-hmm. other than the, the Avalon's larger, but the Camry's going to be fewer dollars up front. They just don't yeah. they don't sell for as much as Avalon's do. So uh, I would have her, Paul, go to my website under certified dealers 
uh, and send an inquiry to Freeman Toyota to see what they've got once you get settled with the insurance company. And and there's also at my FAQ page, there's an article you guys are going to want to read, and it's how to negotiate with an insurance adjuster. It'll make a huge difference in that final settlement. There's no right way to buy the wrong car. Get some help from CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, and Jerry, when I first looked at the list of Ward's Auto's top 10 best user experience winners, I I couldn't find a combination or, you know, something that would make that list make sense to me until I actually read the story (laughs) and saw that it was all about the user friendliness of the technology in the car. Yeah, it is. The voice activation hook it up your apple or your iphone to apple carplay or android auto voice pairing uh you know things that make it easy i i did another flip this week with the subscription service that i signed up for and got i gave the maserati levante back to them monday and had them bring me a porsche panamera and one of the things that my wife said about this car, because she drove it before I did, was everything is where it should be. It was it made sense to her. And, of course, she rides in a lot of the cars that I review, and that's one of the things that she's got a big hot button about. You know, why is that why over they there? Put that over, over there, there? Right, yeah. right, I'm going to be using this button a heck of a lot more than I am that one, yet that one's closer to me. And... She said, this Porsche, everything makes sense. And it does. I, I noticed it because she said something about it. And, in fact, I drove it last night for the first time. First time last night? Well, I pulled it in the garage when it got there. <laughs> but I didn't actually, I hadn't actually driven it because I've been reviewing a Cadillac XT6 SUV all week long. Uh, but when after she said that, I went, yeah, you know what? That makes really good sense. Go to Richardson, Texas in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. And talk to Mike. Mike, how can I help you, sir? Uh, hey, I appreciate you taking my call and uh, say hello again. It's been about 55 years to Kevin McCarthy. You probably don't <laughs> remember that little blonde-haired kid that, that was impressed with you and a guy named Gordon McClendon at an event. But I'm like, wow, this guy's on the radio. So hey. hello again. Well, thank um, you. Quick. I'm glad <laughs> you grew up. You, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> Hey, well, I, I'm I'm glad you're here, and I I hope you'll be starting KLIF up again. But uh, let's get on to question about Tesla, if we can here. Sure. Uh, Tesla, I guess, is moving their Gigafactory to Texas, and the the Model Three is very interesting to me. And as I look into it, though, it looks like I can't buy one in Texas. I have to go somewhere else, or I haven't quite figured this out. And there's something with a law. Can you explain what's going on? Because I've got four different stories, and um, I'm not moving to Iowa to buy one. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Yeah, the story is, uh, in fact, there's only about 12 states that Tesla can sell cars in, new cars. Um, and and it's all about the dealer lobby. In Texas, we're talking about the Texas Auto Dealers Association. Uh, Tesla wants to sell direct to the public, and the dealer's and the association in the lobby, 
doesn't want that to happen. I happen to agree with them that Tesla selling direct is not a good idea. And I know it sounds to people like a good idea. Oh, God, I could buy one straight from the factory. Well, here's the problem. What makes cars affordable and what makes the dealer franchise system work is the competition. When you take out the competition and you buy straight from the factory, we know you're going to pay window sticker price every single time. If they had dealers here in Texas, they'd be competing. You also know that if something goes wrong with service, there's nowhere to go. You're stuck with them. So if you want to buy a new one, you can buy it online and they will ship it to Texas and they'll ship it to one of their uh, factory warranty centers. And there is one in uh, Addison. So you can get one. You just have to do it all online, which is okay. Uh, or you can buy okay. It's It's legal to sell used ones here. And there is a website that has got, I, I don't know how many used Teslas. It, there's so many that it's alarming to me, to be honest with you. Where'd they all come from? You know, but I'll give you that website and let you look because um, you might want to consider getting a used Model Three, and then you could have it serviced with okay. the, with the Tesla Tesla factory authorized center uh, again, which is not far from you. So the the w- website is ev dash not underscore but dash cpo dot com. I don't know. I've never been able to figure out who owns this website. I suspect Tesla owns it themselves, but I can't prove that. But it's almost got to be. I mean, it's just almost got to be because they lease a lot of Teslas. So I, I got a feeling a lot of these are lease returns. People coming off of a three-year lease probably went into another one. But take a look at that, uh, Mike, and see what you think. And then go to Tesla.com if you think you want to order one or go to their center in North Park Mall. And you can order it right there from those guys. Before you buy a car that doesn't really fit how you drive, call CarPro USA at 1 800 926 7777. Lisa, Wimberley, Texas. Welcome. How can I help you, Lisa? Well, thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Thank um, you. Guys. Yeah. Can y'all hear me okay? Just fine. Okay, great. Okay. This is going to sound kind of weird, but I'm looking at two kind of different cars, a 4Runner and a Volvo. Um, the Volvo is this XC40 that's fairly, I guess, new in the last couple of years. Yeah. And... The main reason why I'm looking is I have a Infiniti EX37. It's a 2013, which I've really have enjoyed. Actually, it was my second Infiniti. But it's got about 185,000 miles on it, and the AC has gone out. And it looks like it's going to cost me about twenty-one to $2,300 to fix it. So it's kind of like, do I really want to keep? putting money into this car yeah so but it, because it's not going to stop lisa you start there then next month it'll yeah. be something else it's just it's progression especially not that there's anything wrong with nissan or infinity but they just don't last as long as a lot of them out there and so it's right. gonna it's gonna eat you alive it's they're enjoyable but it's gonna cost you so right. what's the other one you're looking at um 
Um, so again, it's well, it's just the Toyota 4Runner and the Volvo XC40, and they sound so different in a lot of ways. And so I've got to decide as far as myself. It's not so much comparing the two, but deciding between um, these type vehicles if they're the best that I would need. Here's, here's the big question. Is this a vehicle mm-hmm. you're going to want to keep for a long time? Yes, because I'm 60. <laughs> well, so I, if, I, yeah. if you get a forerunner and it, it, there's just, I can't, I don't even know how to put into words how durable those, those are and how long they last. I, I've seen them well past half a million miles. The Volvo is going to put you back into a position similar to where you are in today in that at around 100,000 miles, you're going to start spending money. That will not be the case with the 4Runner. And I think from a safety standpoint, I'd go with the 4Runner, even though Volvo's known for safety. Uh, get yourself a 4Runner. I don't think you'd ever regret it. Uh, I've got Charles Montoyota at my website. They'll take good care of you, kiddo. Buy a car, not a lemon. Let Cherry Reynolds help you. Call CarPro USA at 1 800 926 7777. This hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by two great companies. First, O'Reilly Auto Parts. Your professional parts people go to O'ReillyAuto.com. Take a look at what they've got. They'll still do curbside with you. No contact. Great website. O'ReillyAuto.com. And also Sherwin-Williams. Ask Sherwin-Williams to get your color your way. Shop in store. Order online for curbside pickup. And get everything you need without ever leaving your car. And that website is Sherwin-Williams.com. Our website is CarProUSA.com. And that's where you can sign up for the free CarPro newsletter which had a story this week about, along with the debut and all the hype surrounding the Bronco coming back, Ford is also going to have a Bronco podcast series. That seemed kind of cool. Well, that seemed kind of like, you're kidding me. Why? To me, it's like, well, I mean, who really wants to listen to a podcast about a Bronco? They'll give you the history of the Bronco. Well, you see the clickbait count here in front of you. Yes, but that doesn't mean anything. There are 20-some stories there, and the Bronco podcast series is scraping the bottom of the barrel. All right, all right, all right. We did have three car reviews this week. My review and video of the Cadillac CT5V. Everybody was so shocked about um, me saying that it was one of the best cars I had ever driven. And it was. I mean, I was I was surprised, and I don't take statements like that lightly. It's that's a big thing for me to say. One of the best cars I've ever driven, but it's true, and you can see it when you look at my video. Subscribe today; we'll get it to you today, and you can get it every Friday from this point on. I think you will enjoy it. You got to watch the recall section there. Uh, because we will tell you about recalls way before you find out from anybody else, including the manufacturers. Let's talk to Margo in Sherman Oaks, California. Hello, Margo, and thank you for calling. 
Hi, Jerry and Kevin. It's great to connect with you. You too, you. kiddo. Yeah, hey. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk to you because I finally figured out which car I wanted, but now I'm finding out there's low inventory. Correct. Um, yeah, and um, I even spoke with this one dealership, and they said they're selling their cars over MSRP. Well, so I'm sure that that probably does happen out there because inventory of popular pickups and SUVs uh, Mm -hmm. is very low, and it's all because of COVID. I mean, the plants were shut down for a couple of months, and that created a pent-up situation. So now Uh now that they're building cars again, they're not building them at the same rate that they were before COVID. So when they come in, they go right out. So dealers have not been able to amass any inventory now if you go through my website and talk to one of my toyota dealers they're not going to play the uh over msrp game and will probably give you a discount on one they have coming in and they know what they've got inbound oh yeah i did i did speak to them and they were very nice one doesn't have it the the trim level I want coming in until October. Right. And then the other one is going to look for me. So. Okay. All right. Well, you got the ball rolling at least. But yeah, this this inventory situation is, it's what's caused used cars to be so high right now. Um, because if you're a car dealer and you're sitting there and, and you can't get enough new car inventory and you're looking at an empty lot, you've got to have something to sell. So they've been competing yeah. against each other for used cars, and it, it's driven the prices way, way up. That will dr- that'll drop too. Those will drop when the new vehicle inventory gets back to normal, which will probably happen. It'll get better by the Labor Day weekend, and then it should uh, increase. All the plants are going to be working overtime, three shifts, the whole thing. The big problem so far. Margo, has been the suppliers. The suppliers didn't gear up as fast yeah. as the car companies. If you don't have parts, I mean, one 50-cent part yeah. can shut an assembly line down. Yeah. That's what one of the, the dealers, um, one of your dealers, that, um, one of your car pro dealers mentioned. Yeah. Are you, yeah. Are you in a position where you can wait for a couple of months? Well, the thing is, my car just, um, broke down, and I don't think I want to fix it. But um, yeah, because I I do definitely want to get a deal. I I don't want to pay MSRP or generally this time of year, which I know this is unconventional times. You would get a really really good deal because the car is almost a year old. Right, and, and the model I change and the. Cars turn a year older every September. Yeah. Um, so a lot can I'm happen. Bored. But how much do you drive now? Um, right now, um, I'm teleworking at the moment. Um, but that that could change. Here's where I'm thinking because of the market the way it is. Uh, if one of my uh-huh. dealers can find you something that's a, that's a good deal uh, in the next month or so, um, you know, maybe Uber. Maybe Uber around until until you get until they can get you a car. Maybe rent a car on the weekends. Rent weekend rentals get cheap. Um, oh, and, oh, really? And, 
Okay, that's good. They do. And then you have your, your car on the weekend. If you need to go somewhere during the week, Uber it. And I promise yeah. you, you'll save money by the time you can get a car. I, I can wait a month. I think that's a smart thing to do. Month. Keep working with my dealers, yeah. kiddo, and they'll find, they'll come up with something. And Yeah, they were very nice. I wouldn't, <laughs> if I were you, I wouldn't turn down if one of them got a low mileage 2019 in that would save you some money over a new one, then mm-hmm. I would, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no to that either if I were you. Oh, okay. So let them know that that if they, you know, if you got something with, oh gosh, 15,000 miles or less and, and you could save some money and get something quicker since you're in need right now, then I'd probably, I'd probably do that. Pass that on to them that you would, you would consider that. And that gives them another option to look for you. And then in the meantime, if you need anything, you call us back and let's discuss. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> Happy to help you, Margo. And thank you for listening. Yeah, thank thank you, you so much, much for calling. You're Have so sweet. Weekend. We thank appreciate you. you. Thank you. Okay, thank also you. in the newsletter, speaking of this, I had a story about pickup buyers. Be aware of extremely low inventory. And I had actual numbers in there of... Uh, you know, which pickups are the shortest in supply. And it was Toyota. Toyota, Tundra, and Tacoma, both extremely hard to get a hold of right now. Uh, Chevrolet was having some problems. Uh, Ford in the uh, diesel lines, the the three-quarter ton, one tons, those are hard to come by right now. Uh, It's just, I've been doing this for 40 years, I've never seen anything like this before, and it's all because of COVID. I also had a list for you this week of the automakers who did report their sales for July, who was on top, and that was Toyota, Honda, and Kia in that order, but a lot didn't report. Buy a car you grow to hate, and you want to stick your head in the freezer. This time, call CarPro USA instead at 1-800-926-7777. You're listening to CarPro USA, and we're, we're glad you are, by the way. There are lots of choices out there for you, just like there are lots of choices when it comes to vehicles. And we're glad you're here because... Making the right choice about the vehicle for you on your next change out is what Jerry, you know, tries to do. And he does successfully every weekend. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Los Angeles and we talk to Brian. Brian, thank you for holding, uh, sir. Yes, I guess you get different callers with different questions and different ideas, and different needs. Yep. Let me ask you, you know, I have always <laughs> focused my attention on Honda. I've always had the highest respect for that manufacturer. They're a car that does not offer any luxury or prestige, but they offer quality, offer comfort, and certainly very good value for the dollar. Yes, that's what they're known for. Yeah, yeah. and I wanted to ask you, I know many people will not buy Honda. They'll buy similar competitors. They'll be happy. What are some of the reasons why a consumer may not select Honda. It's almost always styling. And Honda has done a much better job the last couple of years. 
But let's face it, before that, they were they were relying on loyal Honda buyers to come back and buy another Honda. And they didn't feel the need to make the cars look great. The wheels on a Honda is a great example. If you look at a Honda Accord with wheels today, uh, they're much prettier than they were just a few years ago. Look at just overall lines of the car, the way the way it was styled, the front ends, the rear ends with spoilers, uh, now doing some two-tone paint and things like that. They've just they're just making prettier cars now, and they they kind of got I gotta be honest with you they kind of got spoiled. I mean there was a lot of years with Honda where the Honda dealers themselves somebody come on the lot and they'd say, hey I want a new uh, Honda Civic. There they are. There's the window sticker. Let me know if you find something you like. It was because they wouldn't buy anything else. And then the business got very competitive and Toyota. Got to jump on them for for making more stylish cars, and then you look today at what Hyundai's doing with the new Sonata and new Elantra. Look at that car! Oh my goodness, they're beautiful. And then some of the domestics. I mean, for a while there, we're making some really pretty cars. So I think what your the answer to your question is is Honda is finally got into they finally got some design people that make their cars pretty, and people are looking at them again. Now, with all that said, if you have never looked at and driven an Acura, that is a nice car. The ILX, the TLX, uh, both just gorgeous cars, and you've got Honda quality with their styling and their suspension, and, man, that's a car that I'm really high on is Acura. For those but two reasons. Yeah, but, but but consumers look at a variety of cars. They focus for different needs, different, I guess, different results. And it seems to me that there are many cars out on the road that are Honda, but I see many similar competitors that are not. And I often wonder, is it because the competitor has something in it that Honda does not have, or does Honda have something that a consumer doesn't like? Well, here's here's one of the big things, and it's changing but Honda has never been into incentives, and their comp- competition is. If you look at what manufacturers spend, Honda was third from the bottom. I had that story in my newsletter this week. Look at July. The amount of money they spend was less than Toyota, less than Kia, less than Ford, less than Nissan, less than GM. So people are driven by incentives oftentimes. And Honda has not played. Now, their incentive spending this year is up, but it's still toward the bottom of the list of all manufacturers. So if a car looks good and they're having a sale and the incentives are good, look, Honda's never done 0% financing, ever. 0.9 is as close as they've come. I appreciate your call, sir. Get the right set of wheels for how you drive. Call CarPro USA now at 1-800-926-7777. Checking the ratings at carprousa.com of our certified dealers this week in Lubbock, Texas. A listener gave a five-star rating to Smith South Plains Ford Lincoln. And the young man who helped him, whose Holden? name is Holden 
Sikora. Annette Sikora's son. Bingo. Yes. I figured it had to be. I've known the Sikora family since, gosh, since the 70s. I didn't know until last night when I was looking up some stuff. And that Sikora was the first ever and only, so far, female chairman of the okay. National Automotive Dealers Council. That's correct. Wow. She and she dealt, sh- with, she dealt with the financial crisis while she was doing that. Oh, God, did she ever. While you did the Explorer and the Firestone Tire crisis. <laughs> yes. Oh, with- trust me, we've talked about it. Um, Annette's family started in West Texas. Not West Texas, but West, town comma, West. Texas. And uh, her dad started that dealership in... Uh, what was it, five, six years ago, they had the major explosion in West Texas. Yes. Do you know they loaned out every car on their lot to people in the, that were affected by uh, the, the explosion? You're kidding. No. Here, you need something to drive? Yeah. Take one of them. I mean, probably 100 cars. If you remember, we had Annette on the show right after mm-hmm. right after that West explosion to talk about it. And it, I'd forgotten that they did that loan deal. Just and when you want to talk to me about family-owned and operated dealerships, <laughs> here's your reason. Wow. By the way, the, the listener said everyone was professional, friendly. Um, he just uh, had a great experience. Yeah. Well, that's the way they do it there. It's good, folks. They've been with us in uh, Lubbock on KFYO since day one. Mm-hmm. And man, I tell you what, I just love that family. I love the people and I love the way they treat our listeners. All of our dealers do that. Buying the right car, truck, or SUV is easy if you let CarPro USA help you. Call 1 800 926 7777. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Hey, it's Mark Goodman here. And I'm Alan Light. And on this live episode of Sound Up, we discuss whether AI should be used to create and perform music. Plus, we've got news on the Jane's Addiction reunion. Ticketmaster gets hacked. The Black Keys adjusting their tour. And comments and conversations with you. Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light, the only music podcast that matters. Your source for everything happening in the world of music. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.